Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Flux Campaign. We are Infinity's End Gaming, and tonight we've got a show for you. Last we left off, our intrepid adventurers traveled to the world of Anorin, our elf cleric. There they met the orc uh, war party that was slowly killing his people and trying to take over. Anorin partnered with the rest happy. of you. Anorin was not happy, thank you for that. Anorin was very not happy. In fact, he was so unhappy that no one knew he was unhappy until the very end when he unleashed fire and death upon the camp with the aid of Greg and Silva. <laughs> well, Theus snuck into the camp and stole the magical MacGuffin and got it out of reach of the enemies during the attack. Our party then found themselves back in flux with a hitchhiker as the war chief orc followed them back into flux. After some efforts from Anorin and Theus, he was sent back, and now they have a new magic MacGuffin, and they are now going to try and find out how it is related to flux. I am your host tonight, Steve, and tonight we have the following cast members with us. I'm Sarah. I play Axel Kyle Flick. It's Kyle Axel Flick in... Isabel? I think that's all of them. Isabel, Isabel. Kyle, Axel, Flick. I got them all. Multiple Sutton. personalities are wrapped into one crazy body. <laughs> I'm Charlie. I play Bardus, the Goliath Barbarian Cuddle Guy. I'm Eric. I play Greg, the Time-Shifting Wizard. I'm Jackie. I play Silva, the Gnome Ranger, with her Beast Companion, White Tiger Snowflake. I'm Tony, I play Puck, and I just looked up the definition of intrepid, which means fearless and adventurous, and I don't think that fits to my guy. <laughs> How many episodes have you just figured that out? Have we been using that word? I don't know. I'm Dom, I play Anorin, I elf cleric at things. Nice. And Sarah, way to jump the, uh, the order. I'm sorry, no one informed me of the change. Hmm. It's okay. It's okay. Everyone else was quiet, anyways. Mm-hmm. Hey, we all got in. It's all that matters. What color are her eyes, Charlie? <laughs> red. They are beet red. <laughs> they are the color of death. <laughs> mm. All right. So as we st as I stated, we left off with our group back in flux. The Orc Warchief having been kicked back to his own dimension through his own gate spell. And our party has since started to relax, having eventually found Bardis and Isabel hanging out at the newly rebuilt uh, library tavern after the wall had been removed forcefully in a previous episode. Everybody else can be relaxing, ignoring, and simmering with impotent rage. Did we rest? No, there's no rest. Damn it. This is picking up right where we left off. We leveled, but no rest? Yes. I rested. Charlie did rest. Bardis did rest. And at this point, the group will walk into the tavern library where Bardis and Isabel are enjoying their mead or ale or whatever they get. And they will walk in wearing his newly acquired belt and point at it as he shouts out, 
Look what I got! I got some bling! As he points to a belt that has a skull with a big red gem in the mouth. In the mouth? Yeah. In the mouth. In the mouth. <laughs> and it's hanging, and, it, and the skull on the belt is hanging right over his crotch. I'm going to walk up behind Theus and just kind of pat him on the shoulder and go, I blew up the side of a mountain. I stole the magical MacGuffin. But I, 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 I caused big booms. I'm happy. And we didn't kill, and we still didn't kill the leader of the of the orcs. You had your shot. You missed it. Twice, perhaps. Anyways, perhaps. I'm off to count. Anyways, I'm off to count my my gains from the last uh, encounter. I will see you all later. <laughs> and Theus will turn around and walk out of the tavern. I'm gonna walk up and order a drink. Hmm. Noran's going to. Noran's going to sulk for a little bit. Then he says, uh, "Pardon me," and he makes his way to the church. Hi. Hey, Bardis. How you doing? Uh, What happened? I have no idea. Want to get something to drink? (laughs) (laughs) Here's at you, and the mug in his hand, and look back at wow. you, look back at the mug already. in his hand. I've been here for quite a while. Where have you guys been? I've been here the same time as you. Well, some of us were, uh, well, assaulting the camp, while you guys apparently were back here drinking. We were, wait, yeah, so wait, Puck, wait, have you been hanging out here the whole time, Puck? Did I miss the yeah. description? Sorry. Yeah, which is why I was a bit confused by you just saying hi to me. So, well, to everybody who just walked, happy to me. Okay, it was hi to you, directly to to Puck and only Puck. I need that. And um, um, why don't you join me for a drink? Because that's what we've been doing already. Maybe it was a scenario where Puck was gathering the courage to ask Bardis if he could join him for a drink, and he finally appeared. Yeah, for like a whole, I don't know, half a day. I don't know how long we've been out. It's like one of those situations where I'm actually like saying hi to the person behind you, but I'm looking like at like you, so that awkward. Oh, that's the worst. That awkward. Well, when somebody's like in your direction. And I'll put like looking, but it's the person behind you and not really you, but you think it's you. And it. Should I hug Puck now? Uh, That'd be a first. No. It might be a little traumatizing. Right, Do it. No, thank you, Char- no, no, thank you, Bardis. It's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Are are, are you are you in mid hug? No, like, God. No. The thing is, his <laughs> hugs look like he's about to grapple you. And then you have flashbacks to that time you were in Dom's world, and yeah. he was grappling you then. Yeah, frankly, I can't even look at a bowl of noodles now without flashbacks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I did my job. So <laughs> at this point, through the door, you'll see uh, the guardsman, uh, Dirk, the dragonborn guard of Flux, walk in and go, hey, you're all back. <laughs> Good timing. 
I found something I need you need to see. I like how we never used Dirk, and then suddenly we brought him back. <laughs> hey, you are talking weird. Why are you talking the way you are? Look, are you going to question how I'm speaking to you when I have to tell you something important, or are you going to come with me? That's a little better. Okay, I'll go. Greg's passed out on the bar. Um, is somebody uh, going to get from church? Uh, I don't know. He's probably he's probably okay with just finding the people he found, which is Bardis, Puck, Isabel, and a passed out Greg. Uh, all right. I stand up and grab my ale and look around. Oh, I guess it's nap time for the kiddo. I guess so. Here, follow me. And he starts to lead you towards the uh, the um, blacksmith shop where Amanda is, and she's waiting outside holding the child. Oh, little baby. Little orc baby. Amanda nods to Dirk as Dirk leads them to the blacksmith, and she goes, Oh, it took your time, did you? We found something down below in the basement. A hidden basement below the blacksmith shop, would you believe it? No, I don't believe it. There was a basement? Hi, there was a basement! A hidden basement! Oh, my. I, I know! I hold my mug out and just stare at it. <laughs> Back in the puck. Hi? Basements, you know, like sailors. Do things under the ground. <laughs> you know about Oi. Oi, and we found some interesting items down there we did. Uh, yeah, I'll go down and check it. Oi, let me lead you down there. This Pretty cool. crazy stuff. I said, Oi. <laughs> Oi, where's your uh, pointy-eared friend and the thief? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the the pointy-eared one, I think, went to church. Pray to the sun and all that shit. <laughs> Why pray to the sun? We don't even have one of those here. He's looking for guidance. Imaginary one. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think we can wait and then go get him? Wait, did Greg? Did, did, did Greg? Say oh, we just let him sleeping at the bar. No, he's still tucked out at the bar. That's just Eric <laughs> laughing at the situation. He's just tuckered out at the bar. Oh, he, had, he had a long day. <laughs> but I at least uh, can get the uh the, the pointier one. You know, the one with yeah. Oh, I maybe uh, bring him too. If you're down one cast, you might bring might, might you might want to bring the other one. Cause I mean, this these items I have to show you, we might want someone with magical checking them out or something. Oh yeah, I'm shit at that. Oh no. Bodis, can you can you go get the sleepy one? I'll walk back to the bar. <laughs> I'll go get I'll go get an orange. <laughs> I just imagine Bardis like grabbing Greg off the bar stool and just carrying him to That's the... exactly what's about to happen. I'm going to get my mug refilled because it was something different because whatever I was drinking just caused a whole lot of Scottish accents. <laughs> and then I'm the going to yeah, throw Greg over his shoulder with the other arm and just start walking. He comes back, it's angry German accents. <laughs> I've got it. I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm doing all the hard stuff, man. You know what? I made fun of Elvish wine before, but you know, maybe, 
Maybe that's what I need now. And then Puck goes to get an Orin. Yo. Yo. Hello, Puck. I've come to get you to the bar. We need to go to the. <laughs> we need to go to the blacksmith. And now he's the guy from Frozen. <laughs> hey, we need our Disney. You out. Anorin stares at Puck. Uh, multitude of thoughts going through his mind as his brow uh, brow furrows, and then he just sighs defeatedly and just follows Puck. Yeah, we need you at the blacksmith. <sighs> okay. I can get and then <laughs> throw Greg over my shoulder. And then as Bart is with Greg and Puck with an orange start walking back. Oh, finally, you're all back. All right, let me show you what we got down in the basement. Hmm. And she leads you into the blacksmith shop. She said that to Greg? She said that to everyone who once oh, okay. everyone was right back. Now, I don't know if Greg even woke up. I don't know. I'm going to say he like, hasn't woken just... up yet. I'm, I'm well, already Greg... with a short rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg is having dreams about Scottish accents, even though he doesn't know what they are. <laughs> yeah. And Manda leads you to this uh, end of the blacksmith shop, and then she points out to where a stone paver was removed, and there is a hidden uh, ladder that goes down into what looks like it was a hidden cellar or basement below the blacksmith shop. What have you found in here? Oi, you'll have to see it to believe it, don't you know? No, I don't know. Um, if only to escape the accents, uh, I guess Anorin goes down first. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> watch your stuff there, laddie. You don't want to trip and fall down there. It's a bit of a climb. Yeah, just to get around the accents? I'll take the chance. <laughs> yeah, what, uh, what do you have to roll to avoid accents? Like, what's yeah. the saving throw on that? Like point, there there think, is no saving throw. I think at this point, it's like acrobatics or athletics to climb. <laughs> Yeah. Like uh, there's, there is a there is a sturdy ladder. You just climb down it. Okay, thank God. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and assume everyone goes down the ladder. Uh, Bardis he goes down the ladder with Greg thrown around his shoulders. Hey, wait, hold on a second. I got Greg on one side, and I've got a, a mug of ale on the other hand. Hold on a minute. Getting priorities, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just chugs the chugs the ale, drops egg da- Greg down the hole. <laughs> I totally expected that. I looked at my health for a second there, like, can I take a fall? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> chugs the ale, and then, yeah, slams the Greg. No, chugs the ale, slams the mug. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, chugs the ale, slams the Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, climbs down. <laughs> Tries not to spill the Greg. All right. And then Manda follows you all down there. You will not escape the accent yet. <laughs> and once you're down there, you'll see that a torch has been lit on the far side of the room. And in this cellar basement, you see that there is a bunch of wooden crates and barrels and what looks like scattered tools covered in a thick layer of dust. And against the back wall, on top of a large crate, you can see, covered in dust, what looks to be a small pouch, a large shield, and what looks like 
a sword hilt with no blade. Sitting there covered in thick dust. And I want... Well, you know, I'm just going to say... I'm going to say... This, uh, magic. Bar uh, Bardis, you immediately recognize it as the uh, shield of your shield brother, Lokar. Mm. Gasp. Um, I'm just going to stare intently at it for a minute. I'm giving it to Bars because he has been thinking about Lokar quite a bit. Um, Anyone else who wants to try and recognize it, I will need you to roll an intelligence check. I have that? <laughs> an intelligence check? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wonder where our pauses come from. <laughs> yeah. Right, enough contemplation. Staring at it intently, going through in my head. I have no idea what this is. Lean um, down and put down Greg. 13? Oh, so I like it's an 18. All right, Anorin and Silva both recognize it as Lokar Shield as well. How is this possible? That's Lokar's supposed to get here. Puck has no idea what it is. Yeah, it's just a. Yeah, I rolled a seven in total, so it's a blacksmith's shop. I the <laughs> maybe spare parts from the previous one. But that is Lokar's exact shield. That could be any shield. I just walk up and. After putting Greg down, I'll walk up and slowly grab it and brush off the dust. No. Uh, as as you as you pick it up and uncover the dust, you see that it is still has the scorch marks from your last encounter <laughs> when he when you fireballed him when he fireballed you at point blank range. <clears throat> this is low car shield. And as you inspect it and then turn it around on the back of the shield and the wooden frame of it behind the metal, you see that someone has scratched in um, a circle with what looks like a crudely drawn turtle shell in the middle of the circle. I gotta admit, I don't know if that would have already been there. That would... <laughs> <laughs> to, this is true. I don't, I don't know if he like writes his name in his underwear or something. So, <laughs> does he wear underwear? Um, Honestly, I thought it was like a Ninja Turtle. Turtle just didn't wear clothes at like all. Be the type of guy to wear write his name on his underwear. He, he has a loincloth. Have his name on it? I don't know about that. I never thought that far. It was backstory. <laughs> um. I guess I don't think the turtle shell is going to be a detail I'll I'll um, care, but yeah, I'm I mean I'm pointing out like as I I dust it off and look at it and hold it in my hands, you know I'm I'm looking and and I look up back at the party and those like focused eyes like this is Lokar's shield. It's old and dirty. I'm imagining if it. I guess the question is: Is it has has it actually been here for a long time too? Like, um, it was covered in a pretty thick layer of dust, like everything else in here. It's probably been down here, uh, probably months, if not years. 
Is it a magic shield? Or was it? Uh, yes. Okay, so it wouldn't be like half so, Yeah, the shield itself is probably not degraded at all. It was just covered in a lot of dust. Okay, that's what was going to be my next question. Does, does like pieces of it come off? Like, because if, yeah, all right. No, uh, however, so. you can tell that the pouch that was on top of the crate next to it looks like it is bare threads and probably about to fall apart. Um, I guess Anorin's gonna go, uh, while Bardis is inspecting the shield, Anorin's gonna get a, a touch the sword hilt. Uh, you I'll touch the... Out. Sorry. Uh, you touch the sword hilt, and, uh, this would be your call, uh, Anor, uh, Dom, because you're the DM who made this. If it's been separated from Lokar for an extended period of time, would it automatically choose a new wielder? Um... Yeah, yeah, it would sync. It would it would synchronize with another one because it was it wasn't Lokar's originally. Okay, uh, then um, at first nothing, and then you feel a slight tingle as you feel a shot of energy through your arm, and suddenly the sword lights up. Lightsaber sound. <laughs> And okay. now everyone can immediately recognize it as the sword that Lokar carried around. Nice. Hmm. I do I do want to check around the rest of the room. Okay, go ahead. Um, um as you guys as if anybody's paying attention to Norn's face, his basically his pupils just like expand. He's just like so happy right now. It's a sort of light way when a bright light goes on. <laughs> it's a sort of light, bra. <laughs> He is so flippin' happy right now. Oh, and remember, he never went to that world, so he has no mm -hmm. idea what the hell this is. This is true. This is very true. Uh, Puck, give me a quick uh, investigation. It wasn't quick. Um, Eric, that one was a... I can't remember the stats on it. It was a, It's just a plus one longsword. Excellent. It will join my inventory. Uh, uh, <laughs> you are looking around and you actually find a tome. I take you a find, look at it. You find a thick leather tome and inside of it you find what looks like a list of spells, one of which being the polymorph spell. Hmm. Yeah. And between the pages, you find uh, the second volume of the erotic book of fantasy. <laughs> I did not know he was into that. <laughs> I don't think that uh, means it was left there by Logar. <laughs> yeah, th this was not I'm near Logar's I am assuming. Anyway. Okay. There are no turtle girls in the, in the book. Just girls drawn with turtle shells on them. <laughs> <laughs> you do them in. <laughs> well, it means he's gone through the book. No, I was kidding. Please, Correcting I mean, I like everything. Canon, I guess, but... no, 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 you said it. That's canon now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now he's added a new chapter. He's he's made oh, a new good. novel. Like <laughs> this is um yeah, this is pretty uh, eye opening. I didn't even know turtles can do that. If Puck didn't go for the pouch, Silva would have looked for that. Otherwise. 
upon him going around the room, Silva would check the pouch. Or what's left of the pouch. All right, you go through the pouch and you find some coinage, some small knickknacks that Lokar had, and you find a uh, you find a scrawled out piece of paper that is barely holding together, and it has the same symbol as was on the shield, a circle with the turtle shell on it. But this time above it, you see that there is a crown drawn over it. Oh, God, I found out why he used the polymorph spell. I closed the book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's capable of the polymorph spell. The book did not come from the the book did not come from Lokar. (laughs) (laughs) At least the leather leather tome didn't come from Lokar. (laughs) The spell book was not Lokar's. I would just imagine the erotic book was at least just sitting there when he was putting stuff in the room and went, hmm. Or maybe a magical entity threw it in there for for shits and giggles. Yeah, maybe. While while doing low-car solid. (laughs) I'll take the the paper to Bardis and the shield and match him up and show show it to Bardis. What do you think this means? What does the paper say? (laughs) (laughs) it is the same symbol of a turtle shell in a circle except this one has a crown over the circle in the turtle shell I stare at Silva what can I do the detect magic you can you can do the detect magic Sword goes on, sword goes off. <laughs> sword goes off, sword goes that, off. That's happening, and the shield itself is magical. That sword shield I see some blue, shield now block. I don't. I see some blue, and now I don't. <laughs> I still think the hilt would be magical. <laughs> it's funnier if it isn't. That's fair. <laughs> it's only magical while extended. That uh, <laughs> Just around the room. Do they have any markings? All right, Isabel, you do your check and you find a crate with the markings of a bow and an arrow on it. As you dust off the crate and look inside, you find yourself a heavy repeater crossbow. And it is magical. It's a plus two uh, heavy crossbow that you don't need to add ammo to. So there you go. Merry Christmas. Give her a machine gun. I like it a lot. Say hello to my real friend. I don't. I just. You're just why didn't, jealous. Why didn't you just give her like a gun? Give her a gun. There is a gun. It this shoots is... guns. This 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 crossbow shoots guns. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just shoots like twenty uh, twos. Just throws them out. <laughs> like, did you just hit me in the head with a did you just hit with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> just glass re- flying everywhere. It just reminds Even me those, is non-lethal. It just reminds me of those old uh, arena shooters where you would have the uh, bouncing grenade gun, and then that grenade would split into multiple other grenades, and they would just blow up everywhere. I think Borderlands no, had that. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. That what we're trying to do is something ridiculous. Well, instead of the cro- well, instead of the crossbow shooting out guns, what about it? Just shoots out of the crossbows. 
Yo, dog, I heard you like crossbows. <laughs> it's like, like the, what was the mod for like Counter-Strike, where when you reload the gun, the guy would just unload the magazine from the gun, throw the gun, pull out a new gun, then load the magazine that he just still in his hand into the new gun and start shooting? Is it similar to that? Sounds legit. Okay. That's how guns work, right? Totally. You don't reuse them. You don't reload them. You just pull out a new one. That's awesome. Because that doesn't sound wasteful at all. Heck no. This is America. (laughs) Well, so basically when you reload your gun, it's like buying printer, a new printer for the new ink. Yes. Don't judge me. I'm not judging. (laughs) I mean, it's sometimes cheaper. (laughs) <laughs> all right back to D and D. okay <laughs> and this is this is completely D related this is like uh-huh. we're, we're figuring out how the crossbow works yeah, the crossbow oh, is out printer ink or sword goes on sword goes off sword goes on <laughs> stop it i know you know amanda will walk up behind the silver and the bodice as they're looking over the notes and she'll look at him and be like oi that looks like a turtle shell, and then there's a cloud above that one. What could this mean? Didn't you didn't you mention before that Lokar started acting strange after the crown was put on his head? As if he was possessed, yes. Norn, if you're gonna take part in this conversation, stop with the sword. Okay, like two I'm more starting times. to get the epilepsy. <laughs> Two more times. times. Why is Puck French now? (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. I turn off the sword. I turn off the sword to be participating in the conversation. Killjoys. Yeah, that that crown changed him. He, uh... Well, I know he felt what I felt, because I wanted the crown, but he got it first, and then understood magic uh, at a level that I know he didn't know. And that's the last time we saw him. Boy, and then you got the symbol here with the circle and the troll shell in it. And then you got the crown over on this one, though. What are you trying to tell us where the crown is? Well, this means he was here. Maybe it's behind the crown. Oi, maybe, but look at all the dust that was on it. It would have been. It would have had to have been here before all of you came here. Hmm. Well, the teleportation. Sometimes it seems like we do travel through time. So perhaps he's trying to send a message. Oi, although the message is very unclear. So shield, etched shield. I use prestidigitation to clean. Uh, you. I think it cleans one cubic foot at a time. All right, you just walk around and keep casting it over and over. Yeah. (laughs) Norn, does the sword have anything on it? Oh, uh, you know what? I'll check the handle of the sword because I was transfixed on the blade. So. Well, there's nothing written on the blade. Yeah, just don't look at the the business end of the hilt. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, like don't like don't too Luke Skywalker. I know. All right, so I look at the hilt. Is there anything I can discern or see? 
You find a little label on the bottom that says triple D batteries only. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. At least it's wait. Not triple seen. D. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> uh no, there's nothing on the hilt that's anything like the uh note on the shield and the paper. Nothing. Just uh this looks like a sword hilt, no messages. Sword goes on. So the shield's got the shell with the circle. And yeah. the parchment has the shell with the crown. Yeah. I stare back and forth at both, but not drawing a, a connection. Maybe... Greg, roll me a constitution check. He's very... Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's a net one for a seven. Greg farts and then rolls over on the cold <laughs> stone floor and continues to sleep. Okay. <laughs> it was a constitution check to see if I would wake up. Look, I need some smart people in the room. I... <laughs> Maybe this is the time. Second shine. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> so... Door goes off. It. Oh god, I know. <laughs> he, he. I'm looking at Silva, like as I'm trying to speak this out. He's here. No, this stuff is circle. Uh, maybe it's. Is it a map? Is there anything else on there? She turns the paper. Over. <laughs> anything else? Is there anything on the uh, back no, of the paper? No. no, there's nothing on the back of the paper. <laughs> so it's, it's... Okay. The stuff was dusted. So he was here. No, Puck just dusted it. It was covered in dust. <laughs> covered in dust it is and covered in dust. Well, I can cast presentation <laughs> and put the dust back on. Like it! Um, so we don't think he's still here now. So where could he be? Is he, is he, he's, is he telling us these are his, or? Well, I know the shield is it, and that sword, and Norm style. <laughs> Stop playing with it. Sorry. Uh, he turns it off, and he just uh, he he puts it away now. I want to start. I guess I should roll to look around the room. Let's investigate the room. Sure, I've already been rooms. doing. See what I can find. Like, actually roll investigate. You said they've uh, just been placed on top of, like, the crates? On, on top of a large crate towards the back of the room. My god, I have a Can plus... we open the crate? You can open the crate. I too shall roll investigation, even though I have a plus zero to it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I have a nine investigation. Twelve investigation. Sorry, my 13 from earlier oh. is better. Uh, did I find the dust that... 14 invested. Uh, Bardis, you find a piece of artwork in one of the crates. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it is a portrait of a man with a very pencil-thin mustache. 
sitting atop a horse the wrong way. <laughs> when it feels like an escape way, room puzzle now. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear the cellar entrance close? No, no, not really. Um, so you find a piece of artwork. Uh, I just look at it and and toss it back behind me, discarding it. I roll reflex uh, save. <laughs> uh, Puck was uh no, it wasn't. It wasn't Puck. It was a Norin. A Norin, you find some mushrooms growing in the floor. Hmm. Shrooms. You found shrooms. Identify the shrooms. Uh, they are white stem. Go ahead, roll of medicine. 27. 27. They are white stemmed and blue with purple spots. They are a magical mushroom known for making magical poisons. These mushrooms are bad, man. They're poison. And then Silva. Uh, Silva also finds magical herbs. These ones are red with white dots on them. Can I roll? You can roll nature or medicine. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, 14. For which one? Nature. That was medicine. Medicine? My nature All right. Um, these are uh, mushroom components for healing potions. Woo! Norn, you know how to use these? Do you need to use these? You can cast Goodberry on them. <laughs> so I, yeah, you're all down stop in Stop uh... with the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. I need someone with a high intelligence to come here and try to make sense <laughs> of what's going on. Greg, you wake up. <laughs> man just walks over and slaps Greg awake and says, speak some sense to these people. <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, yeah. Greg, you wake up violently as you feel a sharp pain in your cheek as you suddenly hear an angry Scottish, Oi, Lottie, time to wake the hell up! <laughs> what What did I miss? What, what, whoa. Uh, uh, she, point, she, he... she points to the room and you just see Anorin one more time. Sword goes on, sword goes off, sword goes on, sword goes off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like the thought of him playing with fire and a laser sword. That scares me. This, why are we in some form of basement? You found all their stuff. <laughs> Who's Lokar? Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 the guy that you guys lost right before you found me. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yes, I'm caught up. Hold on, I'm still waking up. Oh, power naps. Is he still on Bardis' shoulder? No, oh. Bardis put me down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way before. I'm just, I've, yeah, I was probably just sitting on the floor and yeah, went face planted in and then got slapped into the floor and shot awake. What, what am I rolling to check? Uh, You're just passive you don't investigating. Know, you don't know what oh. to check yet, but you see that Bardis is holding a shield and Silva is holding a scrap of paper in one hand and mushrooms in the other. Uh, and you mushrooms. see that Puck. And you see that Puck is flipping through a dirty magazine. Oh, on the floor. <laughs> I look at I look at Puck looking at dirty magazines. And go normal. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> what, what's a book? Okay, or I meant the 
the the shield or the piece I of paper. Our stuff. Being woken up. Do well, I need to look at this? You're, you're magically can no, use on the shield and the piece of paper. You look, they match. Kinda. Okay, yeah, I'll look at the symbols. Do you want me to roll an intelligence check on that? Yes, please. Yeah, show them, show them <laughs> the, uh, the turtle shells and drawings. Do you want me to do an investigation on that? Uh, no, I want a straight intelligence check. Oh, but investigation would have been much better. I know. Uh, an 18. Total or? Oh, yeah, total. That? 18. That's um, an intelligence because... saving throw. Mm. <laughs> because you uh, studied under Lee Zai, who who was aware about uh, alternate dimensions and different planes of existence and stuff, know that a circle is sometimes used to represent a different uh, world or plane on a planar map. And in this instance, with the circle drawn around the turtle shell, you can kind of make the assumption that maybe they're saying something about Lokar, where Lokar originally is from. Since he was a tortle. So I it, like, yeah, I'll take all that in into my like, you know, mechan- my mathematical brain and then look at the two symbols and go, uh, I assume your turtle friend is on his planet. Oh, where's that? That's a turtle planet. <laughs> That's a turtle show with a circle around it. Yeah, but the hmm. circle, see, circle, circle, dot, dot, now you have a cootie shot. <laughs> Sorry, still waking up. If you <laughs> so touch me at my donut square again, I will end you. <laughs> again. The 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 circle means planet and the turtle I assume means turtle planet. He's the size of a planet, got it. <laughs> oh, not that again. Uh was he like is he flux? <laughs> Fluxes, I rolled. Fluxes. I rolled the intelligence check, and he got a five. So, <laughs> it's so like, now Buck thinks that Lokar is Flux. <laughs> it's what, what if Nirak is Flux is also Lokar? What if Flux is on the, the back of a giant turtle, and that turtle is Lokar? Oh my! God. Are the are the shrooms giving off like a fume or something that we're? <laughs> it's the, the basement. Off. It's the whole basement atmosphere. Uh, Anywho, that's that's the conclusion yeah, Greg gives you. Sure, Is that a turtle? Is that the the crown made of turtle? Then <laughs> I the the crown to me looks like it's just a representation of your friend, but with a crown on it. I go to the, there's. It wasn't there a crown on the wall? No. Oh, okay. I thought there was a crown on the wall at one point. Like, no, there was a torch on the wall. A torch on the wall. Okay, I could put that out. No one needs that here. You're all still in the basement. Big <laughs> <laughs> puck in real life, or puck is giving Tony the intelligence rolls <laughs> in real life. You okay there, Tony? Oh yeah, no, just, uh, is there anything else in here to look at? You want to roll an investigation for yourself, Tony? I I tried. Oh, I didn't look at I it. guess, do you want me to roll? I guess since I woke up, I can roll an investigation. It's worse than my intelligence, I'll let you know that. <laughs> you managed to find some dust that you I forgot to participate. for my investigate. <laughs> yes, you, you find some dust that you missed. 
Okay. Do you want me to roll investigate real quick? Since I if just you want up? to. Okay. I mean, assuming that Greg sees all these things, he'd be like, fine, I'm going to take a quick look. So. It's very clean for you now. Oh, 29 to investigation. Oh. All right. That's you... one off a net 20. You find, oh, since you got that high behind you, multiple items. More Based on that roll, you find a half-eaten sandwich with fungus growing out of it. Nice. You find... (laughs) Is it magical? Sure. You find find a sealed letter. And one more item. Cocked. Um... The letters or the items oh. cocked. <laughs> was that where the um, book was? That was in the... Yeah. And you find a map. I'll hand the map to Bardis. If it's map just place. a circle with the turtle show on it, I don't understand <laughs> what this map means. <laughs> <laughs> No, it the uh, you, you you're handed the map and it looks like it's a map of the main city of Flux before it got tossed into whatever dimension it's in currently. Ooh, yeah, I put the shield down and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, Puck, that that sandwich is magically delicious. I still have to detect magic on. Is it magic? No. <laughs> Um, I guess I open the letter then. Uh, you look at it and you notice that there is a seal on the back, a wax seal with runes etched into the wax around a signet. Um, roll an arcana check. Those two. Ooh, uh, 17. 17. Um, you don't know the exact magic, but the runes give you the sense that. Um, they will dist- that they are set to um, pro- they, that they are evocation. It's a trap, basically. It is. It will probably destroy the letter if you try to force it open. Okay. You can assume that whoever is meant to get this letter has to be the one to open it. Otherwise, it will destroy itself. Could cast a spell magic. You could. But how would I know who the letter's supposed to go to? I don't know. I randomly rolled you a letter. Oh, okay. And because I don't know what's in it yet, I'm not going to let you open it. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by the letter T. All right, then I won't just spell it right now. That's fine. I'll just tuck it away. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was an important plot point, so I was going to open it. But if it's not, then we'll 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 move that on. No, I pulled out. I I pulled. I did what I did the one episode for the tyrant where I used the random chart for rolling stuff, and that was quick finds chart. And one of the options was a letter. Okay. So you found a letter. I like how Steve just puts doors in front of somebody until they don't want to deal with it anymore. You found a letter. It's sealed. Nope. It's magically sealed. Nope. You're going to blow it up. Okay, fine. <laughs> and then, then if you had tried to catch, cast a spell magic on it, I would be like, oh, the letter is so ancient and the magic was holding it together that now it just crumples to dust. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. All right. <laughs> then I guess I'm done investigating. We can move on. All righty then. Well, if you're all done looking in my basement, get the hell out. 
How big is the shield? I don't know that Silva could carry it out. Uh, she, would, she would try. I mean... It shouldn't be huge. It's, it's not a like shield. a tower shield. No? It's just like a regular... It's a medium-sized creature's shield. Like a oh, okay. kite shield. Not like yeah. huge. You could probably strap it to your back and carry it up. And Greg just looks around and goes, I don't know where we are or how to get out of here. Anyway, I cleaned your basement for you. Oh, I appreciate it. I'll make it's it easier to get through the crates. It's cleaner than enough as ass. Oh, that's pretty clean. <laughs> climb, climb, climb the ladder. Yeah, Greg is heading out too. He thinks Puck is getting high off the fumes of the shrooms. All right, all out. And as you leave, um, Mando waves goodbye, and you all leave the blacksmith shop. And quick recap, you have surmised that the letter and shield symbol is meant to point you in the direction of going to Lokar's home world. Here we go. Where are we going? I don't know how to use the map. Wait, the map. Oh. Wasn't that a letter or a map thing? The, the map? Well, Isn't there a map of flux or something? On map of... I need to like look through the map to figure it. I mean, it's going to take longer than, than 10 seconds. Give me give me a, some time to look through it. Like, do we, you know, we want to go to the turtle world? I feel like I'm just like, you know, that guy, you know, like waiting for the friend to finish looking at the map in the mall. Like, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, this thing doesn't really have a you are here. Like you have a you are here map. I do, <laughs> but we know where we are. Well, yeah, we know where we are now. Yeah, we're in town center, right? Well, this looking at this map, just first glance, it looks like it's it looks like I recognize this portion very quickly here is all of this and he I waved my hand around like all of this here so the rest looks like what used to be all around this I don't think this has anything to do with Lokar's world though at this point um Silva you have the leather uh pouch from the top of the crate that was next to the sword and shield mm -hmm. and um, one of the items inside of it was the um, crystal shard that Lokar had picked up when everyone got their shard and it starts to glow and thrum within the what? pouch oh, oh wait so what's it doing uh, you open up the pouch yeah. All right. As you open up the pouch, the shard shoots out, hangs over Greg for a moment, and then a spark of energy shoots off of the crystal and opens a portal behind Greg. Oh. And immediately from the other side of the portal, you can smell a familiar, dank, algae-filled, swampy smell. Oh, Greg, really? <laughs> Did you have to? Wow, Greg, that's like really bad, man. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. Go see a new friend. Hey, Steve. 
Yeah. Can we consider that I had a short rest or no? Yeah, you can have a sh- you can have a short rest. Okay, I'm just gonna do no uh, an arcane recovery. So we're gonna move okay. right along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, behind Greg, there is now a portal that smells like a swamp. Hey Silva, are you is Silva? Do you have um, Blokar's shield? Yeah, it's on my back. It's as big as you. Can I carry that? Yeah, here you go. You you were enthralled with the map, so I took. So you can have that's, it. That's fine. I appreciate it. I just yep. thank you. Yep. And I grab Lokar's shield. It's kind of like the shield size of like you know like young Link, you know where you, <laughs> like do you actually use it? You just crouch on the ground. Yeah, because you can't hold it. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the Hylian shield. <laughs> you just yeah. Turtle, like a turtle shell. And then the big kite shield looks like the Deku shield on, or the Deku shield on Bardus. Yeah. To Lokar's, to Lokar. Sure. Looking at the group. Let's go. I. I um, who's pushing Puck through? No. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like a cat, like growling. Like ah. I. I'm staying away from people. Puck, the only way to not get pushed in is to be the first one to walk in. Yeah, but Greg's right there. Uh, I'm going first. Well, I'm behind Puck, so I push him. No. <laughs> the, don't, uh, we, don't we get to sleep? I need sleep. Please sleep. You didn't sleep. Very Wait. short. I need more sleep. <laughs> I push. Puck. I'm moving. He's going to fall mo- into Greg, and they're both going to go through. <laughs> no. All I right. Uh, I was I was about to say, Puck, roll a dex, and uh, Axel, roll a strength. I got you. Axel. Because I assume it's Axel. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a safe assumption at this point. Is it a save or a <laughs> check? It, I, I'm, waiting same, hear, actually. I'm, I'm waiting to hear the strength check from uh, Sarah. Uh, 21. She had to math it. Uh, yeah, nope. Sorry, Puck. You get pushed into Greg. Uh, Greg, roll a uh, athletics or acrobatics. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, crap. I looked and I'm like, animal handling. <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were next to each other. I can I handle this. <laughs> Acrobatics for a four. <laughs> so, so Isabel gets her way. She pushes Puck into Greg. Greg is unable to move out of the way in time, and both Greg and Puck go tumbling backwards into the portal and land in swamp water. And oh. I just walk through. <laughs> Greg sleepy. <laughs> I get up and press to digitate myself. I'm clean. Oh, uh, can I get some of that? You're a wizard. I help you up out of the, I don't the swamp have water. Press to digitate. The hell kind of wizard are you? Yeah. Fine, then I'm gonna make a bond. Like, God, like, 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 like all of a sudden, I don't know. Tim Kerr's there. He's like, "What kind of wizard are you?" <laughs> <laughs> 
flip through, and then these two just like just tumble through behind and splash water everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I was, gonna, I was going to use shape Axel water and completely shove like, a, a huge wave of water all over <laughs> Axel when she comes through. Ooh. Well, well. Okay, I, you do it. Uh, Axel, give me Axel, give me athletics or acrobatics. Is it wrong if I just throw my shoulders up and go? Eh. It's worth it's it. Swamp water. It's gross. It is gross. Uh, what'd you get? What was I rolling? Acrobatics or athletics? Whichever one's better for you. Oh well, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh. Oh, there's not really a spell save DC on that. You managed no, to side. You managed to sidestep the wave that Puck sends at you. It's just a five cubic foot wave of swamp water. Yeah, you you managed to dodge it. It'd be really funny if all that swamp water just goes through the portal into the next person in line at flux. I was gonna Wait. say, who's next? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Speaking of which, who was next in line? It was between Silva and Anorin. Uh, I don't know. Is Silva next to go? I am sorry, oh, Silva. Well, Silva wasn't at her computer, so I guess Anorin was next. Ah, uh, I get covered. Anorin, roll, roll, roll in acrobatics or athletics, whichever is best for you. I'm making a bonfire, yeah. by the way. Oh. You and try to I make a bonfire. You, 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 you make a bonfire. All right, Anorin, you get splashed with swamp water. Uh, yeah. Greg, you try to make a bonfire in the middle of a wet swamp and it immediately goes out. No, but it's magical. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> you magically create a bonfire. The bonfire itself is not magical. Oh. So, yeah. Splish Splash, then I will reach down to help. Wait, do either of you guys need help getting up before all the stuff happens? I was going to help you out. No, it all happened too fast. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sighs> that smell. Yes. Smells I don't like, like it. Now I smell like I don't, it's all over myself. It's not for Anywho. me too, right? Anywho, everyone has now walked into the Swamp Planet. Congrats, you made talking, it. Why are you talking this kind of thing? Narrated by Amanda. Amanda? Yeah, Whoa. Comes through the portal and be like, all right, you're all there. Goodbye. I mean, I'll do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so now everyone has walked through the portal, and once Silva has walked in as the last one, are you bringing Snowflake with? Snowflake honestly probably wouldn't have been in the basement because there was a ladder. Okay. Oh, that's fair. But um, we heard the bell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was just the bell from the, the necklace. Um, uh, I wouldn't take her out feet. or take him out yet. So so Snowflake is in your amulet? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. As you enter, the portal snaps closed behind you. And then the shard has now transferred over to this world and floats over to Greg and presses itself into the palm of his hand. It likes you. Guess I'll hold on to this. And I'll just put it in my, like, caster pocket pouch. 
You've been initiated. Welcome to the club. Of what? People that hold gems? (laughs) (laughs) All right. We we cut our hands and then we all do like we drink the... Oh, never mind. (laughs) All right. So at this point, everyone is standing in the knee-deep swamp water. Wait a minute. Knee-deep? Knee-deep. So shin-deep for Bardis... Knee deep for everyone else. So it's at it's at Silva's waist. You're drowning. <laughs> Silva deploys the floaties. Yeah, but can't Oh wait. I thought you can move normally though, in like weird circumstances. Not in swamp, I don't think. Uh sh- as a as a druid, I, not as a druid, as a ranger, I think I'm she can. Yeah. I think she can. But that doesn't stop the water from being waist high. I'm still so short. Just through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go. Um, I'm going to pull out my crayon map of shows everything and see what it shows. All right. It's been a while since we've seen this. You oh. pull out the magical crayon map where everything is drawn crudely as a child would in crayon you see that it magically fills out with the lines of the crayon drawing and you see a little circle in the center designating where you are and then you see a dotted line from you heading up towards the uh, upper left corner of the map where there is a blinking uh, turtle shell, like it is one of those MMO maps telling you where the objective is. Oh my god, I love this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can, yeah. Uh, turn, so point, and I point to the, uh, I don't know, if I'm looking at the map, I'll call it the northwest, but the dotted line, effectively. You said the upper left, right? Yeah. So I look up, look down, look to the upper left of where the map is, and point and says, we go that way. And start walking. All right, Bardis consults the map and starts walking in that direction. Everyone follow? I do. Yep. I uh, start casting, like, move Earth, uh, so I can make, make the ground stable for me to walk on top of it instead of through it. Can you make mud solid? Fine, I'll use shape water and freeze it. <laughs> then it's slippery. It's got a whole bunch of stuff in it. <laughs> Are we walking on water now? Yes, I am walking on water. We have Frozen reached that water. level. <laughs> he polymorphed his feet into Jesus. Anywho, um... So you're walking through the swamp, and after about 20 minutes of walking, in the distance, you hear the sound of a banjo and a harmonica playing. No. I'm very confused. Is it Tim Kerr? I change into a frog. And you hear the harmonica in the background. Uh, actually, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, you have a harmonica. That's fine. I thought he was going to play a file of somebody playing a harmonica. 
I have a mouth organ somewhere. I have two harmonicas, a slide whistle, and a kazoo. <laughs> and a recorder. Harmonica. Hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Wait for it. I did the harmonica. Oh, I heard it briefly. I hear music over there with my passive perception. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the faint inklings of a harmonica coming from over in that direction. Sound. Consult a map very quickly. There is a harmonica on the map. <laughs> and as you start walking towards it, you find a trio of figures all sitting on a large log laying in the swamp. And you find a frog person on a banjo. Of course. An orc with a harmonica. And a turtle with an empty jug blowing on it. (laughs) It would have been funnier if he was playing the drums, which were, you know... But you didn't hear those. Well, never mind. Yeah, I got. How you doing, fellas? Is this fifth mm-hmm. deliverance? They stop playing when they see you approaching, and you hear the orc go, "Well, looky there! There's something you don't see. Strangers in our swamp." Wow, it's so nice to meet you. Oh, can you use more measures for your band? <laughs> oh, certainly. What instrument you play? Well, I don't really... I just have a hula hoop right here. What? Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> he does have it, though. Yes. Oh, that's true. I forgot about you that. Go back. You have to play a hula hoop. <laughs> He's got the magic hula hoop of true seeing, but you have to you have to hula hoop it to charge it up before you can use it. <laughs> Good God. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I never heard of no hula hoop, but that sounds real interesting. You can be our dancing girl. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's check it. Look real pretty with that hula hoop. <laughs> Get myself some some chesticles going on. There we go. Well, look there! Find yourself a girl finally, didn't you? And he kind of elbow nudges the frog person. And the just, frog just looks at Puck and goes, Well, I reckon that could be a very good time to meet someone, and yeah, I've been looking for a girl. I just, I just, I feel like I must point out to you, though, are you not, you're not phased at all that he just grew boobs right in front of you? <laughs> well, it's not that. No, with a persuasion not... of 25, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not the boobs you're looking <laughs> He just said, like, I just grow chest there. Just, just, okay. well, now you, well, now you see, some some different subdivisions of our species here, they all they can change sex at, when necessary to keep the population going. So, you know, it's not that strange. I'm, it's convinced, that, I'm convinced he always had them not that with that persuasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, I don't remember Puck having this delicious of boobs. Wait, what? <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> They're boobs on a frog body because Puck just said a frog. Not the adjective I was thinking. 
<laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the female Goliath, no, but frog, okay. <laughs> Everybody's got their type. Yeah, no king shaming. <laughs> yeah, ever, there's no accounting for taste. Unless that's your Leave king. King shaming Ribbit. either. Ribbit. He <laughs> ends gaming. We accept all kings. Even if probably have all different. Apparently, an infinite amount of them, <laughs> with no end. Hey, there's something for everybody. Yep. Some people get very, very, very specific. <laughs> all right, anyway, what what's the song we're doing? Oh, you know, we were just uh, doing a nice little ditty for the upcoming festival. I uh, sure love festivals. What, what's the <laughs> festival about? Oh, the festival's about the peaceful transition of uh, of uh, uh, certain species getting along on this planet. It's been a long-held tradition ever since the Great One brought us back together. For the greater the good. Great one. For the greater good. <laughs> Did they just say it like that all together at once? <laughs> For the greater good. That's um, slightly terrifying. Well, now, all right. if you're all, well, now, if you're all traveling here, I assume you're looking for the for the city so you can maybe deal your wares or enjoy the festival coming up. Sure. Can you can you point us the direction? Well, certainly now. You just keep going down this patch of swamp this way, and you'll reach the city in maybe about another hour's travel. Now, we don't have to worry about any crocodiles or anything. Last time we were here, we, there was one. And, well, we avoided narrowly. Oh, no, no, no. The Gator folk are all the way down to the south end of the swamp now. You're nowhere near it. You're going to be fine. Gator okay. folk. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, well, nice golly, let's go. <laughs> I look at the map. Does it? This is not our stopping point, right? No, you. It's telling you to keep going the direction they just pointed. Okay. You have a mighty fine day. Now you hear? Oh, you too. Great music, by the way. We'll <laughs> see you at the festival with your hula hoop. Can't wait well, to we'll see, see it. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that word was that Tony finished that sentence with. Yahweh. It was an all. It was an all right. Oh, okay, I heard a Yahweh. <laughs> That's no, good I speak. I speak Southern. Um, <laughs> Tony Southern. <laughs> I've known Tony long enough. Dear God. Uh, so you guys keep moving forward towards the city, and about an hour into your travel, you start to see uh, encroaching on the horizon these large uh, walls made of wood and stone. Nice. That, that's a that's an encampment. And as you get closer, you can make out that there are banners hanging from them, and you see that they are banners of a turtle shell with wings, which every which if anyone. Remembers from battle, Lokar would sometimes summon a turtle shell with wings as an actual. Oh, yeah. Weapon. I forgot yeah. my spirit weapon. I was like, like Mario Kart? Yeah. Mario 
thinking of is is it blue? Because if it's blue, it is blue. The banner is blue. We're in the right place. And as you near it, you see that there is a large gate at the front of it, and towards the gate, you see that there is actually a wooden platform built that raises people from standing in the swamp water. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank the thank the gods. Thank I what do you call gods? <laughs> thank the pantheon. Thank the deities? Thank the deities. <laughs> Something tells me that you don't really believe in them if you have to question whether what you're calling them. <laughs> yeah, I'm just too tired to care. All right. And as you approach, you see that there is a mixed guard at the front gate of turtles and orcs. All wearing the same armor, just built differently for their different body types. I, I thought when you guys told me about Lokar's planet, you said that the orcs had taken over, killed all the turtles. Looks like something changed since the last time we were there. Yeah, something's different. This isn't. This isn't right. Could we perhaps have come into the planet in the future or in the past? I don't think Wait, we really I, took time. Can I use my timey lime wimey uh, stuff to figure out if we're actually in like a different timeline or whatever? Uh, I don't know. Well, the thing is, hard. I don't think Greg would even know. Greg was. I, Greg's ever, I don't know. Greg's, I'm just. Greg's ever been here before, so. No, that's fair. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> even if he was, I'm not sure how he would look at it and be like. Oh, this is a different space-time continuum timeline thing. No, I have no idea. I guess, <laughs> I guess if there's a way that he could perceive when we went through the portal, if there was a shift in time, I don't know. Uh, I mean, every time you go through any portal, you feel there's there's a shift in time. Okay, that's fair. I just didn't know because he has the ability to kind of control the flow of time. If he'd have some way of perceiving, but uh, I mean, fine. he def he definitely perceives that time has passed. Okay. Um, compared to Flux, but like he's never been on this planet before, he can't tell if there's been any, no. That's fair. Like I'm... forced, forced uh, branching out from what it should have been or whatever. Yeah, it was just more of yes, trying to determine if we had gone into the past or into the future or something along those lines. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say probably not. Okay, that's fine. Just thought I'd check. No problem. Um, and you approach the. I assume you guys approach the gate. Yes. Yes. As you approach the gate, the guards look at you and go, Well, now hold on there. We ain't seen people like you around here. Well, we're new and I'm looking forward to the performing at the festival. I got my hula hoop and everything. <laughs> oh, well, you, you're fine. You're one of them uh, grung folk from the other side of the swamp. You look fine. And a hula hoop. You look thing. fine. <laughs> A uh, yeah, hula hoop, my... you say? I've never heard of this here hula hoop. I bring out the hula hoop. It's this round disc, and I, you know, just spin it around and whatnot like this, and it's mighty fine. All right, you start hooping, and it starts charging the magic in it. <laughs> you start hooping. <laughs> God, it's very interesting, I... man. We could make those, and all the kids would love them. Anyways, you said you were here about the festival. Wow, that's a 24 performance. Anyway, <laughs> I need you. to save this magic for later. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you hoop the hell out of that hula. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, well, these are my, my companions, actually, and I was looking to show them to this peace festival. Oh, that's Would that great. be all right with you? Oh, that's great. The peace festival? Yeah, that's coming up in a few days here. We're going to... We're going to celebrate the peace between all of our people brought about by the great King Lokar. King, oh, King now, oh. Hmm. That's right, King Lokar. Well, well, one thing I, I think my friends would appreciate very much is the fact that, you know, they, they're not used to the swamp and they probably want to get elevated from it. Yes, please. Is that all right? Oh, that's fine. Our settlement's entirely elevated out of the swamp, you know. We enjoy the water, but, you know, some of our fellow citizens here, they like to keep some dry feet. So the city is entirely elevated. No problem. Once you enter the city, there's a platform. All the streets are above water. So does that mean we can go in? Sure. Come on in. If you cause trouble, we'll see you later. Uh, we'll try not to. Have a enjoy, good day. Enjoy the city. And they step aside and let you enter. After you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Hate to see you leave, but I love watching you go. You're looking at my legs awfully, awfully hard. Damn frog you legs. Never, you never had frog's legs before? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, all right, as you all enter the city, there are steps leading up out above the water level, and you get up on them, and you see that the city is basically built kind of... Imagine Swamp Venice. Like it's got canals and stuff? Yes, there are wooden and stone walkways connecting all of the buildings, but there are also canals and bridges all around the city for people to travel through. Okay. Um, I guess we got, walking. we got gondolas. Can we hire someone? There are, uh, there are, there are gondolas. Well, I will the map say we should go. I'll say I'm going to consult the map. <laughs> The map, the map, the map is now updated and shows the directions from where you are through the city to what looks like a crudely drawn castle <laughs> with a turtle shell on it. Oh, it's a really cute castle. They even put like the little flags on the spire and everything. <laughs> uh, turn around, look around, get my bearings straight in this little Venice-like city-ish and points that way and start moving. All right. Barda starts leading the way. Follow. Yep. All right. You'll follow him. Uh, you don't reach any resistance or anything as you walk through the city. Um, like I said, it's basically Swamp Venice. You see a bunch of houses elevated above water, uh, lots of canals and bridges for what looks like uh canoe-like boats to move around or um, the aquatic residents to uh, swim around the city if they choose to. Um, you see a mix of orc, 
Tortle, Grung, uh, citizens walking around, and eventually you can see a what looks like a large stone and wood fort towards the center of the city. And as you approach it, you notice that there is a larger number of guards in the area. I just realized you said there were gondolas, right? Like going yeah. around. Is I have to I'll stop and and look and point at one. That's a boat. Boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Half hour discussion. That, on Puck boats. is like just nodding, like good, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Now let's go back to the guards. Um, it's pointing us that way, straight through them. All right, and you continue to walk towards the fort in the center of the city. And once you get up to the gate, the guards cross their pole arms in front of the entrance and go, Well, now hold on there. You can't go in unless you got an invite. Back. Back. Huh? What? <laughs> I'm just playing with my hula hoop. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry, we don't have an invite. I'm sorry. But like we just been wanting to, you know, explore and whatnot. What, what can you explain this this uh this establishment right here? Well now this here is the fort of the king Lokar. He lives inside. Oh, is he are we expecting him like at the, the festival or Yeah, he usually makes an appearance. Well, so I don't know. Uh, could 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 is there any way that we could you know speak with him, or could you walk? Could you send a message to him? Now he has a very specific list of who is and who is not allowed on the premises at any given time. And unless your name is on the list, I'm sorry, I can't let you in. Now, what well, be your names? Well, I'm not sure if I'm on the list, but. Uh, <laughs> we we've had some complications, uh, but uh, I think my friend Bodice here might be on the list. They were Bodice, they were close say. friends. Bodice, you say? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure if he's ever spelled his name to him because I'm not even sure if Bodice can spell his name. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Uh. Okay, and you see the guards kind of get a funny look in their eye and they kind of whisper back and forth and then they a third guard walks up and they talk to him for a bit and he leaves and they're like, well now, just hold on a second here. We're just going to confirm the list and we'll get back to you in just a moment here. Oh, thank you. And you, guys, you guys shouldn't just mention the word flux and see what happens? I was going to see where about it. Do you think flux, well, would be it, flux isn't a name? I'm just saying, if you and get I, a message to him and you say the word flux, I feel like he would know it's you guys. I think bodice is enough. Oh, that could be. Why am I talking Greg, like this? Great <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> it's contagious. I'm pretty sure Greg sure as hell won't work. We, we had some of the... We, we're having a problem with the greenbacks. We can't... Uh, we don't have money. <laughs> hey I'm now, getting a hey lot now. Of, I'm getting a lot of... Um, uh, when uh, Oscar in the office vibes from the, the murder episode of Tony's exit. Uh, I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. 
Yeah. Eventually, um, a guard comes back with a snake lady next to him, and she looks you the group over and then nods to the guard and steps forward and goes, It is good to meet you. I am Lotus. I am the <laughs> advisor to the, his majesty. Please come in. His majesty. With an intelligence check, do I remember her? Oh, you can roll an intelligence check. Uh, I got an 18 on it. You recognize this as probably a much younger version of the race of the Swamp Witch. Hmm. From your first time in, Lo- from your second time in Lokar's yeah. world. All right. I keep an eye on her, but, you know, thank you. You're keeping an eye on her butt? <laughs> no, just, uh, God, Greg, what's with you and butts? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> All the guards just turn it. Guards Greg's just turn at you and look like, why are you checking out Lotus's? But no, does, I wasn't checking out her butt. Do snakes have butts? They got to poop a hu- somewhere. It's a humanoid snake lady. Oh. Like a naga? Like a yanti. They're they're entirely humanoid except with some scaling and some snake features on their face. It's it's okay, Greg. You can be attracted to them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bonus <laughs> likes the frogs. You I, could like the snakes. I'm still trying to get over the fact that there's walking frogs, turtles, there's orcs here, and now there's a snake lady. I am very confused. Yeah, Lokar gets a crown and calls himself king. <laughs> are, are, are you? Are you bitter right now? He's pouting. (laughs) Lokar has literally had his soul suppressed by whatever is in that crown. So it's not exactly Lokar proclaiming himself. By the way, we're away from the lady, right? (laughs) I don't even know. We're just having this whole conversation in front of the guards and the lotus. (laughs) Yeah, no, you are you are definitely talking about this out loud as she is leading you through the fort. Um, and she acts, like, but she she acts like she doesn't hear you. Mm. Um, and she leads you through until you finally get inside what looks like a more castle-like structure. And as she's walking you through, you can see that there are guards posted everywhere: orc, turtle, grung, all of it until you get to a very large, ornate door, and standing in front of that door is a grung dressed in kind of like a... uh, a bit like a jester's outfit. It's a jester frog? It's a jester frog. (laughs) Okay. Craig's like, I keep thinking I've seen it all, and then I haven't seen it all. Probably should stop saying you've seen it all, then. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The turtle, the turtle looks. The turtle looks at the lotus and goes, <clears throat> "Are these people?" It, it is a grung. You said turtle. I mean grung. Whatever. Oh, okay. it's a half turtle, okay. half grung. It's really yeah, no. interspecies yeah. breeding. It's a turtle. Uh, <laughs> Kill me or a tongue. <laughs> what? Um. Either way, she looks to the grung and goes, 
These are the people the master has been waiting for. And the grong. And the grong is like, I'll let him know they're here. And he walks in, and as he opens the door, Bardis, you catch the glint of light on a golden metal material. And you can see just the slightest bit a large turtle sitting on a throne with a crown on his head through the crack in the door. Oh, he does still have the crown on his head. Mm. There he is. And then the grung closes the door behind him, leaving you out in the hallway. Well, getting, doing fine so far. Let's see where this goes. Eventually, the door opens back up, and the grung motions for you to all enter. Walk right in. <laughs> you walk right in, and you see what looks like a somewhat older low car sitting in a throne with a crown on his head, with a sword at the leaning against the side of his throne and a shield leaning on the other side of the throne. King Lokar. Really? At this point, at this point, I'll let Eric take over. Oh, are you okay? But or I have the you, crown you, on. <laughs> you have, you have, you have a crown on. I have not. It is not oh, the okay. crown. Gotcha. But they don't know. But they don't know that. Okay, it's fine. I just need to know that. So this is after yes. all the events. Okay. Um, and I so then yeah, Lokar will look up and just yeah, you can tell he's had some years, and just kind of looks up and. Bardis, my old friend. Oh, Bardis me. Where have you been? What happened to you? It is a long story. You're... You've aged. It is, uh... It was necessary to save my planet. Aging? was. Okay. I've lived a couple lifetimes since we last spoke, friend. I'm gonna just glare as, as those squinty-eyed glare. Are you Lokar? I, I don't know how I can prove that to you other than talking about the times we've taken down the undead, faced, well, weird tentacle things, and Yes, that time that I grabbed that crown. Oh, how I regret grabbing that crown. Given influence from, well, I don't know, maybe etched in his mind, can I at least try to do like some sort of like rando intelligence check to see if it's the, to recognize that it may not be the same crown he's wearing? I want you to roll an insight check. Oh, well. Because that, because that's what you would roll to try an insight check if someone's who they are. Fine, I could do that. I rolled a fifteen, and I have a plus zero, so I have a fifteen. Not bad. Yeah, lucky me. It's okay if I don't. I'm just asking because he mentioned he said that, and then it just dawned like that might not. You, be you are uncertain. Okay. You are uncertain. Is there anything from Flux that you could say about? Where did where did Lokar sleep? 
Oh, in the castle, most times facing the 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 blacksmith shop. At first for revenge, and at next for protection. What's the last thing you remember about meeting us? The last thing that I remember. Well, the last thing I remember is putting the crown on, and I don't. But Lokar doesn't have memories really of the end of the events, right? No, he does not. Okay, I, I remember us taking down the wizard, and then suddenly wanting that crown. And as soon as it hit my head, I have no more memories. So where's the that's is that the crown now? He points oh. to the crown. This old thing, and he pulls it off his head and just kind of like sets it down. Like I assume there's probably like a stool or something next to him that like yeah, you're kind of designed to hold the crown when I'm not, I don't want to wear it or whatever. He's got a he's got a little side table where he puts the crown yeah. in his glass of ice cold lemonade. Yeah, he just sets the down the crown and just that thing is just a relic. I were just at that point now seeing you take the crown off, like just like run up. I don't if guards are gonna stop me, I'm putting barrel <laughs> through them. Like just gonna run up and like just flat out like And this, if even if guards look at you, I just wave and like tell them not to engage. Yeah, there's no guards in the room. It's just private. I just imagine like the like the like yeah, like royal guard like right there, like what are you doing? Boom, get the fuck in the room. Uh, I'm just going to run up and just... Seriously? (laughs) I feel like this is appropriate for the sword to go on right now. (laughs) Wait a minute. There's two of them. What? Two what? Doesn't Lokar have the sword as well? No, it's an... I would assume it was just a regular metal sword or something. Yeah, it's like it's like a big turtle sword. Oh, okay. I thought you said he has this shield and a sword there. No, he has a shield and a sword. Okay. Well, Boris is still gonna run up and <laughs> just right away just like throw his hand out to warrior shake him and yeah. Yeah, and Lokar will shake and then kind of pull him in for a hug, kind of thing. Like there you go. That was the next step. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I uh. uh have and I pull my your shield I was holding and put it. This is your shield. We found uh, it. You got my message. I do appreciate that. Uh, no, the he turns around and points at the at Greg. The kid got your message. We had no idea what any a circle with a turtle shell. Really, you thought that we were going to understand that? I could not get many messages out. I had to do it under well. While on the influence of the crown, he had complete control over my mind and what I thought and things of that nature, and it was it was very difficult to sneak in messages, so I did what I thought I could. So oh, holds up the paper. We found the paper, although now it's probably wet. Cause... <laughs> probably. Actually, I walk up to Lokar. I go up to Lokar. Can I get your autograph on this? this? I want just a signed copy of the book, that's all. I have not seen that book before, friend. Uh, there's tortoiseshells all over it. <laughs> I um, don't know what to tell you. Uh, uh, Lord Lord Lord. Lord. <laughs> if blushing would happen with the turtle. 
Lokar, you look at it, and you can actually recognize the handwriting since you were stuck with him for so long. It is the penmanship of the wizard. Okay. <laughs> that was not my, that was not me that uh that that looked at that book. I, I assure you, it was a different set of eyes. You will never convince us that otherwise. <laughs> That's fine. I need not convince yeah. you. Mm. Wait, that'd oh, be nice to sign. Sword does go off. Uh, he signs the book anyhow. Just will that please you? I assume based on who's here that you must be Puck. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Enjoy you it. You like this new form? It's it fits in well around here. I'll tell you that. Not one of your crazier disguises. So the it. How did you get? Yeah, no, I don't. How did? How are you? How did you get free? You, but you're alive. But the crown is gone. I I had to cut many deals. Some I was not happy about, but in the end, it brought about peace for my world, and I made the decisions that I needed to to keep everyone else safe. I wanted to keep all of you safe. I wanted to keep myself safe, and I in the the long run wanted to get my planet back to safe. Who did you pass the crown on to? I'm afraid that that crown is now almost has an immortal existence. I mean, more so than it did before. It is passed on to some sort of machine. Say what now? It's some sort of a body, but it is made of machine. I believe they have referred to it as a forged in war. Puck, you would get it. Yeah, and so would they, because they've been to Eberron. But they didn't really deal with many of them, if any of them, when they were there. They're they're loading the carts. And And weren't they the guards in front of the tavern or whatever? Yeah, and they were guards at the tavern. Well, so they had very little interaction with them. That's fine. But did they did they know that they were referred to as Warforged? No, never said name Warforged though. Yeah, so Puck gets it. Oh, Warforged, not forged with war, but yeah. Well, I, For, wait. Sorry. So does that mean he's Translate. in? Uh, does that mean he's in Sharn? I do not know where he went to. I. I transferred the crown to another, well, I call it an intelligence, but I think he took the intelligence to that machine and left my world as he promised. Look at you. King Lokar, really? It was a very long long fight. You still Lokar Orcs being, or are you Orcs Forgiveness now? I don't really have much of a last name, as it were, anymore. I feel not having a title. I guess Lokar, King of Lands, or Uniter has been thrown around. It's It all gets blurry after a while. I did what I could to help save everybody, and I did still destroy many of the orcs that decided to rebel. Eventually, we came to an agreement, and everybody that was willing to throw down weapons for peace were ultimately... The ones that survived. It took a couple generations to get to the point we're at now. 
Wait, you, you and Peace. Too many people talking at once, I apologize. Could not understand either of you. I just, you, I must, you must tell me stories. Your stories. I mean, there are a few. It's, um, I mean, it, it, you know, I was brought back to the planet to... He How promised long... that he would help me. How long have you been here? I, do you have a number on that, Steve? Uh, you've been here for at least a few hundred years. Yeah. Yeah, I'll kind of just say, it's been, yeah, it's been two, three hundred years-ish. Well, you've done good work. It, it, it took a lot, yes. I, yeah, when I came back, I was brought back before the orcs managed to take over and ultimately decimate most of my people, and we managed to be prepared to fight back. We, yeah, we anybody that wanted to rebel and be and be tyrants, uh, we took them down, and it took it took a lot of doing, and it took several generations of teaching the children that harmony is easier than war. And I cut a couple deals to extend my own life so that I could be here to see it with my own eyes. Well said, sir, as um, Lotus walks in from the ornate door into the room. Now, I believe my other master left me a note for your friends. Uh, and she walks in and holds out a rolled up piece of parchment with a uh, ribbon wrapped around it. If I am this believed... Is... Go ahead, sorry. Yo, you go ahead. I was going to say, and if I'm believed to be correct in what I've been told, this should point um, the bearer to the location of the artifact needed for the ritual. Indeed. This parchment contains the location of the artifact of the tyrant. And she holds out the scroll to whoever is closest to take it. I guess if nobody else would, Greg would just kind of hold it. Sure. I couldn't read it, so I'm not grabbing it. <laughs> Greg's like, yeah. parchment? Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> Greg takes the parchment. It's a map, but not so. <laughs> <laughs> and with this, my service is no longer required. And she turns and snaps her fingers and a gate spell opens and she walks through it and then disappears. Uh, finally, that witch. Supposedly to her master. <laughs> is there a way to... Could I look to see what was through the portal? Uh, roll me a perception. Can I roll one too? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 17. 17. 17. Um... I want to give you something, but I don't want to give anything too much away. Um, you see a, oh uh, yeah, you see a mosaic tiled floor with large wooden beams, 
uh, looking out over an expansive mountain range of multiple small mountains stacked around each other that are so high up that you can tell that the tips of them are above cloud level and that this structure that you're looking into must also be above cloud level. And all you can see is mist-filled valleys below. She's at the bathroom. <laughs> and then and then the portal snaps shut. Ah, uh, to be rid of that witch. I feel like I can now finally be at peace. I am curious, she... how did you get these items in flux? I struck a deal with the crown, with Vespar, as it were, to try to get my belongings back to Flux, knowing I would not need them here. The sword, um, as Anoran is so proudly holding, uh, was a different technology here, and I did not feel that it was necessary to keep here, and I figured with my shield, if I could etch some sort of message, it would help provide. I was hoping that you would find it earlier and come free me from the crown, but as it were, luckily, backup plans persist. So was that woman, that witch, was she your leash, in a way? Uh, not as much anymore. She was mainly, mainly filling out the last of her duties here. I was not no longer tethered to her, per se. She was more of a assistant to Vespar and Helped cut deals and do different things. Huh. Does that? But I was that, not personally uh, leashed to her. That amulet from way, way ago. Does that work here? You know, you, remember you took the amulet from here, so it was originally from here. Yeah, I did not bring the amulet with me, so I do not remember. Or I do not know. As the timeline has been altered, that golem was never created. So the amulet would not work. Yeah, I've never seen that type of technology here again. Huh. Yeah. So are you gonna So forgive me if, if forgive me if it is a traumatic traumatic experience, but while you were under the influence of Espart, did you gain any insight into his like long-term goals what he's after or is he, he go ahead finish or is he just power mad and just seeking immortality i would not necessarily call it power mad yes he seeks immortality he is a i wouldn't necessarily call him powerful as much as he is a swindler he seems to be a survivalist he seeks to well, survive ultimately, and the way he's done that is by cutting deals, and he's cut bigger deals with uh, with some darker entities, and it seems that my planet was a casualty of what he needed to survive. And ultimately, he was able to allow me to um, help swing his fortune a different direction in exchange for getting my planet back. And this new body that he has is, is has he finally found what he seeks will he stop with the jumping between bodies 
As far as I can tell, this seems to be his new permanent body. Yes. And he will not need to switch for a very, very, very long time. But what plans does he have now now that he has this new body? That I was never privy to. Oh, uh, sword goes off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know if, like, Lokar had a plan for when they showed up. I imagine at this point we will go ahead and say that everyone uh, gets together. Everyone, Bardis is happy to find his friend. Um, There's catching up to do. You all stay for the few days for the festival where you eat, drink, and make merry. Oh, we get a rest? (laughs) Yes, everyone gets a rest. Greg needs a rest. We make merry? It's not Puck, right? I'm not doing anything with Puck. <laughs> Do you know who Puck is? I'm not doing anything with a Gungan turtle or a Gungan. whatever. Lisa, it's a, it's a, not Puck. Tom Ty, whatever. <laughs> One of those two, and um, or whatever mix of they are. So, anyways, just your friend. Stop that shit. Um, so everyone enjoys the festivities, and we come to the end of the festival where everyone must now return to Flux. And it is at this point, Lokar has to make a decision Will Lokar go back with them to Flux and leave the running of his empire to someone else, or will he stay? Uh, no, I think Lokar would at least retire back to Flux. Like, he does miss that area. Alright. Uh, you can create your own successor or whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I, I guess I would assume that it's probably some sort of a next in line. Like, I don't the, think that Lokar ever would have taken a new family, so he wouldn't have, like, a, a child to leave it to. Would he have had an adopted child, maybe? Um, Probably actually an adopted orc. Um, just to help and like probably set up some sort of a like a unity line so that the crown always passes to another race and like just to keep things cyclical. Okay, so we'll go with that. Um, you were replaced by your adopted orc son. Um, and Lokar returns with you all to Flux. Huh. He's now my NPC. I mean, just that I probably won't actually play him, but mm-hmm. he'll. Yeah. Uh, Lokar... saying, like, otherwise, you know, I could take him with in the low car sized bag. Lokar <laughs> low car is now the second crotchety old turtle in flux. Oh. Uh, second That's only true. to Tim, the enchanter. That's true. He's probably, yeah, this is like his retirement plan. He's just going to sit and like learn how to tattoo and whatever and the with the. Orc. Yeah, and he's going to, yeah, help family. raise the baby orc. And so as you re- and as you return to Flux, everyone walks through the portal. Lokar, the last one to enter at Flux through the portal. And as he enters, he can see across from the portal is the blacksmith shop. And Manda is standing there holding the child. Hmm. And Manda, Manda looks at the older Lokar, smiles a bit as some tears enter her eyes. 
And then she kind of shakes her head a bit, uses her free hand to wipe the tears away, and goes, Oh, you daft turtle bastard. You had me waiting, you know. Yeah, not as long as I've been waiting, dear. And he comes and, over, and he walks over and like and grabs the child and hugs him. Her? Did we figure out it's a her or him? I think we're going to say it's a her. Okay, mm-hmm. hugs her. All right, and we will close tonight's episode there with Lokar returning to Flux to take on a more parental role with the child as a new NPC, and everyone has had their long rests. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. They have closed the chapter on Lokar's disappearance, and the whereabouts of the tyrant are unknown. However, Greg has the scroll of where to find his relic, uh, or artifact that is hidden somewhere, and we will pick up on that on a future episode. Yay. Yay! I'm happy to send it on a happy note. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the rare happy notes we're ending on for the whole, the whole season. <laughs> well, I mean, my episodes usually never end on a happy note. <laughs> well, that's fair. No, they do not. I think the last happy note we ended on was probably the end of like my campaign. I think the last happy. I think the last somewhat happy note we ended on was not having to deal with tentacles in Dom's world anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Hey. <laughs> well, I think Dom's still got one more episode, so uh, yeah, I know there might be more tentacles. <laughs> no, I think those ten- I those, like, I did a moment where I just you know, I. I wiped out Lokar's world, and tentacles still take the top shelf there. <laughs> yeah, you committed mass genocide, and tentacles are still the scariest thing that's happened to anybody. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, the mass genocide didn't happen to our party. The tentacles did. That's fair. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if someone else wants to pick up the next session, and then we can just save all the relic-finding sessions towards the end of the campaign or what? Because I know Dom has to do one. I have to do one. I don't know if we just want to have everyone find the artifacts right towards the end and maybe go to the next story beat that we have to hit. Um, I believe we still need to end story beats for Charlie's Wizard and Tony's Wizard. Yep. Either way, we probably should say goodbye. We should. Uh, We should, (laughs) or we can keep talking about things. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's just you know, unlock the rest of the storyline. Give you know. <laughs> we got work to do. We love everybody. Thank you All for right. listening. Remember, Thanks Infinity, for listening. Infinitysendgaming.com. Come join our Discord. Come hang out. Come have fun. We have a Patreon. Everything should be linked in the in the website. So easy to find everything. I remember that's Infinity Zend Gaming with a IES? Yes. No, YS. No, YS. It is a YS. It is spelled incorrectly. No, it's not. No, it's possessive. It's possessive. It's infinities end. I thought it would be plural infinities. No, it's not multiple infinities. infinities. It is is the end of infinities. So this is is not countably infinite. This is uncountably infinite. (laughs) Therefore, yeah, it really wouldn't have an end. Alright, so like All 72 right. episodes in, we're going to talk about it. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.